Episode 74 of the Drive-By Podcast. What's going on? It's Freeway Frank. Just a couple of days away from Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate, I'm cool with it. You tell me what you celebrate, and I'll wish you whatever the sentiment is according to whatever you celebrate. If not, I say Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's it. We established that. Sometimes you just got to keep saying it. Hope you're doing great on this Tuesday edition. What an incredible World Cup final. That was, if not the best, one of the best, probably the best World Cup final we've ever witnessed in our lifetime. It's just an incredible finish. Messi, everything he was hyped up to be, he ended up being for his country. And what a finale. Ending in penalty kicks, by the way. I never liked that because that could go either way. You just knew this year that the Cinderella story was messy and he was going to ride that wave all the way back to Argentina with the World Cup and his incredible team as well. Fantastic. Congratulations to all Argentinians across the planet celebrating that big victory. It's not, it's not an easy title to win. Look at my team. Italy has not qualified twice in a row. That's heartbreaking. So this is, we know, a difficult cup, one of the most difficult cups. That, I think, and the Stanley Cup in hockey are the two most difficult to win. There's no doubt in my mind. Probably the Stanley Cup because it's a long season. But at the same time, it's do or die in the World Cup, and it's one game getting you all the way towards the end and the uh, World Cup final. So it's not easy. I wanted to mention that a lot of people were making a big deal about the... Argentinian goalie and the okay so he got he won best you know best goalie during the tournament and the trophy that you get is like a hand and he put the hand right down on his uh on his groin <laughs> and made a lewd gesture I was actually amused uh, you know pretty amused by it and my wife who usually you know that kind of stuff she's like ooh sometimes she she actually laughed because this is the moment this is his moment Argentina just won the world cup and he's just being him just being him. And he put that trophy with the hand sticking out of the trophy for best goaltender right down towards his crotch. Uh, what a, I thought a funny moment and a, and a raw, and you know I'm all about raw and genuine moments. I know I would not have done that personally, me, but, but I've said and done a lot of other things, so I get it. And I'm not uh, holding him in contempt of that gesture, whatever, whatever. People are always going to complain no matter what. So, okay, so this week... We're heading into Christmas. It's Hanukkah, as I said. And have you noticed on Instagram that the minute we have our first big snowstorm, everybody's posting. And and by the way, I'm just as guilty. I've been just as guilty in the past. I don't think I posted a snowstorm picture this week because we know we know we had a, a lot of snow here where I'm from in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. And so, like, you know, roll out the pictures. Here we go. It's the assembly line of pictures from Instagram, Facebook, wherever you get your social media from. And it's just unbelievable. And it's just one picture after another. So, you know, after this, right, after that first 
snow dump. Then later on this week, it's going to be the family pictures, wishing from my family to yours, and everybody's going to start posting. So once somebody posts one picture with their family and Merry Christmas, and by the way, I'm not necessarily ridiculing this because everybody does it. I've done it in the past as well. I'm just saying it's so funny. It's just so funny how we are as people, right? And then then there's the one-ups. People have to one-up. Okay, so this person did that picture and had five people in their family. I'm going to put my entire family, 38 people, in the picture and get them all in in front of the tree, the mammoth tree that can't even fit, basically either touching the ceiling, close to touching the ceiling, or going through the ceiling. It's all right, so somebody posts a picture of their dining room table and how nicely decorated it is. And then next thing you know, the next 10 pictures after that, it's like six degrees of pictures are all better than that last picture. All trying to, I, I find it's it's become, I call it the show, right? The Christmas show, the snow show, the New Year's show, the uh, I'm in love show, Valentine's show, uh, you name it. You name the holiday, you name the celebration. We didn't have this back in the day with social media. And I think we were a lot a lot way better for it. There's no doubt in my mind because you told people, you know, uh, the worst part about it is when you came back from a vacation, this is what they did. People sat around, relatives sat around the living room. They put in the VHS or beta tape and they'd show you video footage of their vacation in Florida during Christmas. So don't get me wrong. I don't miss those days. I don't miss the hundreds of pictures you had to go through and pretend like you cared. You know, your aunt was showing you pictures like, and this is uh, me at the um, at the mall in Florida and sunrise, and this is me at the beach. And after a while, you're like, okay, I'm over it. But you have to sit there. Imagine that, kids today, sitting through that. No, it wouldn't happen. They're too busy being on their smartphones or whatever the heck they're on, their iPads, playing video games. But we played video games back then too. But the whole point was when we had to sit down with your aunt and look through those Pictures, you have to do it and pretend like you cared. And the picture was passed around literally the table. If you went over to someone's home, this is when it usually happened. Or sometimes they brought the pictures and the video evidence to you. So for that, I like social media nowadays because you could just go and see everybody's. If they've gone away, you see a couple of pictures. You go, oh, nice, a palm tree. Oh, nice, a coconut. Oh, nice, a margarita. Oh, nice, a pina colada. And they're the two people that you know under the palm tree with the pina coladas with a coconut possibly about to fall over them. And then you're okay with it and you move on. You don't have to look through the hundreds of pictures. So for that, social media is a good thing nowadays. But now, as I said, it's the one-up. It's the show. It's who's going to outdo. And and you just know that some people, they're waiting for this, right? It's the calm before the storm. They're waiting. They're they're waiting to expose all the... Will say, well, haven't you been guilty of doing? Sure, but my the, my method to the madness is different. I'll tell you the thing. In the past, when I posted a picture of a car, it was because I was doing business with the car dealership. In the past, when I posted a picture of a wine bottle, it's because I'm a wine enthusiast and I'm trying to tell other people this is a good bottle. It could be a twenty dollar, thirty dollar, could be a hundred, could be a hundred fifty. But that's why I do it. Those are my intentions. They're not for bragging rights. That That's not why. But you know nowadays that it's it's for the brag. You just know it. People are going through a tough time this year, okay? This, this 2022 year wasn't fantastic, especially with the economy. A lot of people suffering. You hear a lot of stories. Everybody, it's hit everybody's pocketbook. So the last thing you want to show is over-the-top pictures of, you know, 
flamboyant gifts, all this stuff over the top that that hurts other people that don't have it because social media is it's a disease. Remember that song from Matchbox 20? It's a sickness, right? And it's the show, show off central. Now, again, if you do it with the best intentions and it's you and your kids and your family saying Merry Christmas and you're not doing the over over the top shot, then I'm okay with it. But you know what? Even if you go for it and show extravagance and all that, that's up to you, right? That's in the end, that's what social media is for. We're all going to judge. <laughs> We're all going to judge you. We're all going to judge each other. You're going to judge me. And that's the case. And that, but, but no, and I think you know by now. And I know that a lot of people that follow my podcast and, and follow me are of same uh, of the same mind and same thinking that we, we try no matter what, no matter where you are in life, you try to be as humble as possible. And I get it. When I see somebody, as I say, show a bottle of scotch, a cigar. Guys are not like this, by the way. Guys don't do it for those reasons. Guys do it for the whole camaraderie thing. It's like, yeah, look at this cigar, man. I got this great cigar, this great bottle of scotch. We're celebrating Christmas. We're not doing it to throw it in anybody's face and say, I'm drinking uh, you know, a 15 Dalmore or an 18 McAllen to throw it in your face like, haha, you suck, bitch-ass poor. Like Drake, by the way. Drake, who showed, he posted a social media post just, just it was a few hours ago. I got to go check this out because I, I got to read this. This bothered me. What is it? Champagne Pappy? I understand that it's a culture thing. I understand it comes from, and it's like people showing that, you know, they came from nothing and they want to show other people I made it and all that. But when you're bringing down other people while you do it, then to me, that's that's not being humble. Simple as that. So the post is, he writes, on an island, sip, see, this I would never, I would never, like, would you post this? doesn't matter how much money you have or how much money you're pretending to have or whatever your status is in life. Champagne Pappy, Drake, on an island, sipping penas and mimosas while you thirsty boys living La Vida Broca. <laughs> now, again, I know it's part of the whole hip-hop culture. It's like, you know, I made it. I'm bigger than you. I've got more money. The other day, he posted a million-dollar bet on Argentina, which he hit. And I, I've actually met Drake a long time ago, early, early on when he was still on the TV show and he wasn't a rapper, really nice guy back then. I hear he's still a decent person, but that's the kind of stuff that, okay, maybe a lot of people are not posting that exact same thing, but that's what they mean. That they see posts like that from, from Drake and then they do their own type of post like that. That's kind of hurtful without saying the, you know, living la vida broca part of that post at some point you got to pull back a bit at some point you have to have some kind of you got to be humble you, you, we, we, you can't it's just as i said there's just some people who don't have that filter and there are several people i know that have a lot of money on social media a lot of money okay and they post like it, they're oblivious to most of their peop people that follow them don't have money or even close, to, even close, not even, a, not even close, okay? Like they don't even have money, period. And you're posting just shots that make you look like you're bragging, okay? And even though you don't think in your heart that you are, maybe you do a lot of charity work, maybe you're doing whatever you, you, you're doing for society, you go to bed at night, you feel good about yourself, no problem. But I'm just saying that there's some kind of like, we've lost that, you know, that, that bit of a, a little bit of a, a filter, a little bit. I'm not saying hold back and don't talk about 
what's really going on. Don't voice your true opinions and all that. But over the top pictures, you know, that are unrelatable is what I'm saying. It, unrelatable. It's one thing if, if you're a character on a, on a, on a show that, that is a big shot or a reality show, whatever, and you are, you have that kind of money, that's your lifestyle. Well, that's your lifestyle. It's another thing when you're trying to be a bit more behind the scenes and, and you expose your whole life and everything you're exposing is fortune and fame. And then it's going to be the New Year's pictures, and uh, <laughs> they're all scheduled. All right? It's the rollout. It's coming. The show. At a theater near you? No. Social media near you. And then there's Christmas shopping. Christmas shopping, which, by the way, I, I was trying to be nice, and I blew it. Okay? So my wife wanted to go to a mall, the last place I want to be one week before Christmas, exactly a week before Christmas, and on a Sunday. Somehow, anyway, I was cool about it. I was like, let's go. She wanted to go on her own. I ended up going with her. What a mistake, right? Because then the minute I get to the mall, I'm at the exit, I'm in bumper-to-bumper traffic. I start to freak out. I start to get anxious. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I heading into? Then you walk into the mall and see everything you expected it to be full of people, delirious, running all over the place, chicken without a head, guys in panic mode. And you think guys are in panic mode now? You wait a couple of more days before Christmas. It's that look on their face. I saw this guy. He was holding a purse and he literally had the look of <laughs> this guy was like on Mount Everest by himself, lost, wondering, is the oxygen tank going to last? That's the look he had on his face. Like, am I going to, in other words, he's holding this purse. And he had no one around him, so you could tell. It's like, is this the purse? Is this? And then he goes down to his phone because that's the way guys are. It's like, let's go down to the phone. Is he texting somebody? Is he doing a search on Google? Or is it a link that his girlfriend or wife gave him? And he's looking. He's just like comparing it and making sure it's the panic. Panic look, panic mode that guys have at this time. And men were horrible. Okay, No guy in a look. There are guys that will shop for Christmas three or four months in advance. Those are my gay friends. My gay friends, that's what they do, okay? They think about, like, they buy you your Christmas gift in October, November. Why? Because they're, they're just, they're like that. They're, that's what they do, okay? And there's nothing wrong with saying that. I don't care. I could go down on this ship. This is what they do. They're organized. Everything in their house is perfectly set. The Christmas decorations, it's like you're walking through Macy's, okay? And it's something about, like, they're so organized. They're shopping. Like women, they're shopping whenever they see a deal, a gift that's perfect for you. All oh, I bought it for you in September. Really? I bought it for you three days ago. Because it's not that I'm not thinking of you. It's not, it's, just, it's not that I don't care about you. It's because we are more, this is the type of being we are. We know what we want, we want to get you, or we, we don't, and you tell us. We'd rather know, by the way. Rather you tell us exactly what you need, like that guy who was holding the purse, but he, he kind of knew, but he didn't. But then he was resorting to his phone as a reference point. And then if we know, we go wherever we have to go. We get your gift, and we leave. It's, it's a, it, the mission is to get the gift as quickly as possible, get in, get out. Woman? Totally different. It's the experience. It's the Christmas holidays. Don't you want to go walk around the mall? Maybe we could have a coffee. Maybe No, I'd have a coffee anywhere else in the city. Last place I want to have a coffee is in a crowded mall full of people who are just as lost as I am.
or panicked as I am, especially the guys. Last place I don't want to be. And it's not because I'm not Mr. Fun Zone. It's not because I'm, uh, I have no Christmas spirit. It's not because I'm a Grinch. But and especially as the years go by, the older you get, the more you don't want to be. I never want to be in a mall. There's no, You know where I want to be in a mall? On a Monday afternoon when it's 75 degrees, you know, 24, 25 degrees, overcast day in Florida, Arizona, California, wherever you are, and you're at one of those malls of America, massive malls where they have everything, and everything that they have in the United States is always on sale, always designer, always great. That's where I want to be. I don't want to be paying full price at a mall a couple of days before Christmas with PST, provincial tax, GST, Goods and services services tax, this tax, in and out. No, we don't have it. We'll have it next week. We're going to get it here. No, I'm telling you, I walk into any mall in any store. Why is this? You go to any store, especially the outlets in America. You walk in, they always have my size. I wear a 12. They always have it. Here, anytime I go for a shoe that I like, they never have my size. I'm telling you, they never have it. In America, they have it all. So I like to shop in the United States. It's just me. I like to shop. I know that I could bring back a certain amount. I go there. I shop. I bring back the stuff. And sometimes I don't even take the tags off the clothes because, I don't know, I didn't see a need to wear the clothes. So they sit in my closet for what seems like a year, year and a half. I have two pairs of shoes, by the way. I just started wearing a pair a month ago, New Balance. I bought those last year. And I have a pair of, of Nike shoes, even though I don't necessarily support or believe in Nike, but the, the shoes were great, great and they were cross trainers. And they're brand new and they're still there. So when I'm ready to, to take out those shoes, because my, my other pair get old, I'm going to grab that pair. That's how I think. That's how I do things. And I don't want to buy them at $200, $250. I want to buy them at $150 and less, maybe $100 and less if I find a good deal. It's just the way I am. It's not about cheap, uh, I'm frugal, whatever the case is. It's being smart because I'm not going to give it to these corporations. I'm not going to give it to these companies. I'd rather give it to you. Or somebody who I love or somebody who I care about. I, I don't want to give it to a corporation that's milking me. I know that's not the price of the item. I know the price is a lot cheaper than that. So once I ha I'm fixated, are you the same way? Once I'm fixated on a price, that's the price that in my mind I need to get it at. And that's for anything. That's for expensive items. That's for computers, whatever the case is. But then some, you have no choice. You walk into an Apple store, I'm getting an iMac. That's the price. I'm not going to wheel and deal, get it online, go crazy, wait another two or three months. Boom, I buy it on the spot. All the stuff here for the podcast walked in into a great place. Boom, I bought everything because I know this is it. But we're not going to get a better price than that. But certain things, other things in retail, you could get a price, better price, when you wait and when you buy it, in my opinion. But then I know people are going to say, but now you're not supporting uh, Canadian stores, Canadian goods, Canadian. We need our economy here too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We need our economy to flourish and all that. And I'll, I think I do my part when it comes to that with groceries, organic groceries, and paying overly inflated prices for that. So you get me there, you're not going to get me in some things. I think there's a healthy balance there somewhere. But anyway, it's the panic look. It's the panic look that everybody has in the malls, and especially on guys' faces. And I didn't want to have anything to do with it. My wife kind of suspected it. And then she figured it out real quick. We didn't stay long. Back in the car, back home. I felt horrible. Really? Do I need do do I need to be like a? It, it's a bit of a, it's an ass move. Okay, like just once. And she's right. You know, like just once, just once, do something I want to do. But I, 
I say to myself, oh, I, I do what you want to do, do a lot. You may not see it, but I do do what you want me to do a lot. It's just like, no, it's because you also want to do it. And I, thought, I think, oh, yeah, it's true. I don't want to go to a mall. That's, she's right about that. <laughs> and, and there's just things, as I said, as time goes by, life passes you by, you realize more and more you just don't want to do anymore. And that's just one of those things. I'm not the only one. Guys, I'm telling you, if you're a woman listening to this, you know, your man is, maybe your man is not like this. Maybe you're like, oh, Frank, my man is not like this at all. I'm willing to bet he is. I'm, and if you're a guy listening to this, you're, you're shaking your head going, oh, this is me in a nutshell. This is like just the last place I want to be is at a mall, period, in the middle of July, yet alone, a couple of days before Christmas. Another thing, right before I go, the final podcast of the year coming up Thursday, which will uh, be a, a look back at the year that was 2022. So we really need to look back at the year 2022. I really don't want to do that, but I meant on the podcast. I started with the podcast officially on January 6th with uh, episode two, nonetheless, but the first one was a pilot slash episode one with my dear friend, Rick Campanelli. So I'll look back at some of my most memorable uh, moments. I know I did it already at my 50th, but this will be more about uh, not necessarily playing clips from the last year, but just talking about the whole experience of doing the podcast as we get into uh, Christmas in a couple of days and then a brand new year, which I'm excited about for the drive-by. But before going, I wanted to talk about the re-gift because this is a big thing that you never want to look like you're re-gifting, even when obviously you blatantly are re-gifting. I'm somebody that truly is against the re-gift, okay? The re-gift, in my opinion, is okay if the re-gift is nice. Example, somebody gives you a nice bottle of scotch, and now you have two of those nice bottles of scotch, and you think to yourself, oh, this is a re-gift, because it's not, in my opinion, considered a re-gift. I look at it as, look, I could easily go buy this person the same $70, $80 bottle of scotch right now at the liquor store. Right now, I'm going to go get it. But I have an extra bottle at home. I'm just going to give him that bottle because I have two of them. Yes, technically a re-gift, but it's an okay. There are certain, what I'm getting at is there are certain gifts you could re-gift and it's okay. Example, you spent $100 on, on something. That's the gift you would usually buy somebody in the $100 range. And somebody gives you a $100 gift, whatever it may be. But some, for some reason, you don't like it or you, know, you have it already or something similar to it. And now you're thinking to yourself, maybe I can re-gift this gift. Then I think it's okay to do because it's a nice gift. I think when it's a shitty gift with Italians, like back in the day when I grew up, panettone, which is like uh, Italian, let's say fruitcake, okay? It's a big thing in our culture. When we grew up, there was no such thing. There was one panettone or two or three companies that made the panettone, and that's it. They were all priced at, in the certain you know range of 10 to 20 bucks, not even. Some were less than $10. That was me when I was growing up. That was our life. Now... You walk into a place, there's literally hundreds of panettones. You don't know what you're buying anymore. 
You got chocolate panettones, vanilla, you got this, you got doro, you got ba 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 ba, you got this made with this, you got this made with that, this with the powder, this with no powder, this with fruit, this with the vegan, this with no uh, gluten free. It's insanity. It's crazy the amount of powder. And then you have, of course, now all the designer companies. I just we just got the Dolce and Gabbana panettone. Last year was the Gucci panettone. This is insane, okay? For me, spending that kind of money on these is is just insanity. But sometimes, uh, just show that you're not a complete cheapo. Uh, look, look what I got. I got the um, 5X, 10X times the price panettone. I know, guys. I know how it works. The regular $15 to $20 panettone is cut it. But getting back to the re-gift. Now, who's going to re-gift a Dolce & Gabbana or a Gucci panettone? Nobody. Nobody's going to re-gift that because they want to keep that for themselves. So when you get another three or four shitty panettones, those are the ones you're going to give other people. But I know I know people. I don't do this because it's, it's not my style. But I know people who will put tiny little marks on a panettone, tiny little marks on these types of gifts, Italian culture type gifts, you know, maybe sometimes it's a bottle of wine, whatever the case is, just to know if the gift is being regifted like it could come back to you because some people are so oblivious it could come back to you the funny thing is as i had somebody come to my house about three weeks ago i brought this person but we're cool we're cool this way i brought this person a bottle of scotch they came they brought me back the same bottle of scotch <laughs> so could it have been my bottle possibly but maybe no maybe it's because he thought well this is what he drinks he gave me this and so I bought him the same type of bottle, right? But you don't know. But again, when it comes to a bottle of scotch, I don't think anybody gives a shit, especially not guys. Guys are like, hey, you want to give me back that same $70, $80 bottle of scotch? No problem. <laughs> you could do that. Now, if you're giving me the shitty $10 Prosecco bottle, then that's a different story. Then a lot of people take it to heart because people don't look at stuff like that. You know, did you make an effort? You know, why do you make an effort for everybody else, but you don't, you don't make an effort for me? That's what it comes down to. Show people you care. Put some time and effort into thinking of, it doesn't take that long. <laughs> After I finish saying, put some time and effort. As guys head to the mall at the last minute on Christmas, and it's a freaking nightmare, and I'm telling everybody to avoid malls. Take your time. Yeah, really think about <laughs> Don't rush. What I'm getting at is, Get somebody a gift that's specific to, to them. If, they, if they're a certain type of drinker, get them a champagne. If you, they drink scotch, get them scotch. Gin, get them gin. That's what I'm getting at. The re-gift is okay when the gift is expensive. Anybody want to re-gift me any expensive items? Anything. Nice bottle, whatever. Vodka, whatever. Re-gift to your heart's content. If you're going to treat me like a rag in the corner of your garage, dirty rag, and you're going to give me something you don't want, then I'm going to figure it out really quick. I think people have that ability to figure that stuff out really quickly. What came as a re-gift? I am against re-gifting, unless it's a nice gift. What do we learn in this podcast? We learned that Messi is a real goat, greatest of all time. Not somebody who fakes it till he makes it. No, this, he's the real deal. And he won Argentina the World Cup. We, um, we learned that as people roll out their uh, Christmas wishes from their families, the f pictures of the first snowfall, pictures around the Christmas table, the show is about to begin because people put extra effort in putting out perfect pictures of their perfect family during the holidays on social media. The show coming to a social media theater near you this week. 
Shopping, we don't like shopping, men. The last place we want to be is at a mall. When you see a guy at a mall, and it could be me, by the way, the next couple of days, if you see me anywhere, it could be me. We could be looking at each other in a frantic pose. <laughs> Guys don't want to be there. For women, it's more of an experience. For women, they think ahead. For guys, it's panic look all the way. We don't want to be there. And re-gifting is okay if it's a nice gift and it's expensive. If it's cheap and you didn't want it in the first place, why do you think somebody else would want it? And watch it because people are marking gifts to make sure you're not re-gifting them something that came from somebody else. And people are all looking for those marks at the bottom. Oh, now people are freaking out going, really? People do this? Oh, yeah. People do this especially in my culture. <laughs> we are insane sometimes, or maybe more than sometimes. Hope you enjoyed this episode 74 of the Drive-By Podcast. Please five-star it if you can, and comment or review on Apple or Spotify. Appreciate it. Be back with episode 75 on Thursday. And until then, make it a safe one, and ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank.